What's up, man? And welcome to Motherfuckers in the Barbershop Podcast, the waviest podcast on the planet. From the hood, where we do it most good. We got the regular people in here with us today. Lando and Be Nice, fellas. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler1711. Or you can follow me at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop Podcast page. What up, though? It's nice. You can follow me on Twitter at two underscores be nice and on the gram at be nice two underscores. You can follow me at 10 stacks on Twitter. This has been a very stressful week for, I can say, all of us. I'm going to put all of us in there. This week of finals has been very stressful. And so, what we're going to do is mash the episodes together. We're going to mash up both the extra point and uh, motherfuckers in the barbershop into just one motherfuckers in the barbershop episode. Which I feel like would be pretty good, you know, to relieve stress, talk sports. It's really the extra point in the barbershop with the motherfuckers. Yeah, technically. It's the extra point of niggas <laughs> in, the, in the shop. And uh, and so we're just going to bring back segments and all types of stuff. This is going to be a real fun episode. Uh, so usually, like we always start, we're going to start off shouts and shaking my heads. Who would like to start? Um, I mean, I guess I guess I'll go. Um, shout out to Ashley. Um, we went to the graduation last week. Mm-hmm. Like I said, shout her out last week, but shout out to Ashley. Um, shout out to uh, Eminem and Jeezy uh, putting out some music. Some of my childhood heroes. Uh, I was impressed with both. Um, if I gotta go shaking my head, I gotta shake my head at Loma Chico and uh, Rigondeaux. They built this fight up all year, and it was very disappointing. We had another no mouse uh, two. So, um, yeah, definitely shaking my head at that. And um, I think that might be that might be it for my shaking my head. All right. B, you got something? Uh, I think that I would also like to shout out some of the music that's been dropped. Uh, not necessarily full projects. I've heard some nice songs over the last couple of weeks. Uh, shout out to Marvel getting the rights back from Fox so I can finally see a good X-Men film. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's big time for me. Be nice favorite X-Men is uh, Beast. Um, no, he's not. Uh, my favorite X-Men is actually Iceman. All right, no, For whatever reason. I don't know. I just like Iceman. He's like George cool. Gervin. I do, but I don't think it was that. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think... I got to shout out my cousin Lexi. Graduating from Michigan State tomorrow. I'll be making that trip up there. Um, and if I had a shake in my head, I would say that I'm most disappointed in the Lions. Shut your season down. Stop <laughs> this shit. Stop trying to win. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, get us this that. draft pick. Let's get a better draft pick. I knew y'all niggas was going to do this, man. Stop. No, nah, I, I disagree. But Stop it. it. I disagree. We'll talk about that. All right. And then um, I'm going to shout out Ashley also. Very nice. I'm going to shout out um, I'm shout out this Mad League we got going on right now. I'm just blowing niggas out. It's it's immaculate right Except now. Except me. He ain't blow me out. I ain't blow me out. I lost to be nice. It was He called me early in the season, though. Right now, I'm in midseason for him. Any nigga can get 70 points put up on him. That's 10 touchdowns, if you ain't know. Um, and I'm shaking my head at the weather. I was going to... I had that on here. Bro. Man, else it is that. snowing like a motherfucker. And it's just... It's ruining my vibe, to be honest. Like, I, I don't want to leave the house. Huh? I can't shake my head at that. I was shoveling the snow two days ago. And in shoveling the snow, I, I thought about the fact that I could have been angry. Then I realized how much I hate being hot. And then I kind of started smiling. I was no, in the car. No, I hate being hot so no. much. It I was cool with it. The thing about me, it's not about being cold. Because I don't really mind the cold. I grew up playing football and shit. We have to be cold and all this cold-ass weather. It's just the snow and the drivers in the snow. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. That's that's, it's the worst. It's the worst. And it just, just going outside when you got something to do, knowing it's going to... 
you're going to have to leave an extra 30 minutes Pick. before you go somewhere to get there five minutes late because and then blame it on, you know, the weather. Oh, man, that's too much shit, so... Shaking my head at the snow big time. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely when you got friends that stay in other parts of the country and you see them on beaches on the oh, sand. Beachfront pictures oh just make you angry. It is, it I'm, I really got the offer. They also offer had hurricane Fist. scares three months ago. We huh? don't have those. They also had hurricanes. Yeah, that's scares. and that's the thing. Like, we don't have, like, we don't have those. <laughs> like, honestly, like, we, we don't have it too bad, but, like, when that first snow hit, everybody act like they can't drive and this, they can't. this is the worst. They, 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 they couldn't so drive hard. when we didn't have snow. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, you'd have been through a lot <laughs> they of They can't drive. Oh, hey, shake my head at what, what happened to you, too, Yeah, shake my head. We ain't got to talk about it. We ain't got to talk about it. But it was All right, and then also I want to shake my head at the FCC. Not the government, but kind of the government, but the FCC most importantly. A lot of people don't even know about the net neutrality stuff and what's going on with that. Um, no, they're not going to make you pay $1.99 for every Google search you make because that's stupid, you know. But they are going to, like, try to change the internet up on people and... This bill has been denied so many times, but they keep bringing it back in. They really can bring a bill in as many times as they want to until uh, just one yes they gets can. through. Yeah, so that's and that's really fucked up. And you know, states are trying to sue it, but I just feel like you can't you can't just call yourself a government if you don't listen to what the people say. And clearly, the people just want the internet to be left alone. And I just feel like what. What are we gaining from it? Like, what, what, what do I gain from this? What's gonna be different? Why are you trying to? Now, I don't see no problem in what's gonna happen. It's only to make the people who run the internet more money, and that's fucked up. Yeah, really. To be honest, it's like it's gonna become so natural that people just not even gonna give a fuck. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta pay this extra service to, to fucking take a picture. I don't know. It's you just because I don't know what to do without the internet. Yeah, so, exactly. We didn't, you know, us. Millennials, we kind of grew up in this. It's not like I can go back to something else. That's all I know. And it's a lot of people like, oh man, we you act like you ain't lived before the internet. It's like, yeah, but barely. I mean, yeah, I had dial up when y'all, I was... y'all really didn't live exactly. before the internet. Yeah, I had dial up when I was exactly. You yeah, wouldn't able to sense. call your auntie off Facebook, your stupid ass off. No, I'm done with that. But yeah, I'm shaking my head at that big time. All right, so now we go into segments. Our first segment is the extra point because this is usually what we always do. And Lando, lead us off with some of these picks. Let's do it. Though. Let's, let's do it. Off the picks. Yeah, All right, go. uh, we're gonna go pick the games of the week, personal games of the week. Cause there's a lot of booty games this yeah. week, and ain't nobody paying attention to that. We're gonna talk about Packers at the Panthers. Lando, who you got? I got the Panthers. Even with uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back, I still think the defense is playing well. I think Cam gets the job done. Be nice. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. He ain't gonna get it. Panthers. Um, I feel like this week you can't overthink these games. These games we about to mention, just don't overthink them. Just go with what you're feeling. I'm going with the Packers on this one. Aaron Rodgers just trying to run the table. All right, Rams at the Seahawks. Lando, who do you got? I got the Seahawks. I think the Rams, they really need this game, but I don't think they're ready yet. I think they're a year, a year away. I think the Rams are ready. Sometimes the young dogs just pull it out. You got a young head coach. You got the golfster. They got a, a nice team, not as poised as Seattle, but they, they got the energy to do it. Like I said before, this week, you just don't overthink it. Be nice. You overthink it a little bit. You overthink it. I'm not just going to fuck with the Seahawks. You don't fuck with the Seahawks, but I got to go with the Hawks. It's at Seattle. It's in December. It's just everything that Seahawks need to win a game, they pretty much got in through scheduling. So I'm going with the Seahawks on this one. Uh, Patriots at the Steelers. Lando, who do you got? 
I'm gonna go Steelers, man. I think they the Patriots has have owned them the last few years, and I think the Steelers get they get the job done. Uh, I think that I believe it was Amendola that stated he saw something in, in Gronk's eyes from being reinstated. I think we see a big game from Gronk. I think. Don't overthink it. I gotta go with the Patriots on this one, man. Like I know, I really want the Steelers to win. I'm gonna go on record saying I actually want the Steelers to win. But for football guyness, well, just to be a football guy, I think it's easier to defend them when they don't have both Julian Edelman and Gronk. Yeah. So I think the safeties from the Steelers will play better, and I, I think they act, definitely after what we've seen the Patriots look like last week. I, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I think it's just Miami though. Yeah, they just signed Kenny Britt too. He ain't gonna do shit. Oh, they but. did just sign Kenny Britt. That's that's weird. I don't even know why they did that. All right. And then finally, we got Lions at the Bears. Um, Lando, who you got? I got the Lions. Well, isn't it here? Yeah, it's here. Saturday. It's Bears tomorrow. at the Lions. Yeah, Saturday game. Yep. Be nice. Who you got? The Lions gonna win because I don't want them to. Mm. I think the Lions also going to win, bro. The Bears really garbage, so yeah. I'm going to the Lions on this one. Uh, Lando, give us your NFC playoff look. How do you think it's looking right now? So the NFC playoff looking, uh, the Eagles are number one, the Vikings are number two, the Rams are three at the moment, the Saints are four, uh, Falcons, oh no, Panthers are five, and the Falcons are six, and you got like Seattle, Detroit, and those uh, looking in. I think Seattle will be in the playoffs. Um, I think the Vikings are going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle down the stretch. You can start to see like the collapse starting to happen. Um, I think the Saints they're going to be a little bit rocky, but I see them getting in. And uh, I don't I don't think the Falcons um, they do have a tough role. I don't know the NFC South is just tough because they all got to play each other down the stretch. That's going to be very interesting to see. So it's um, looking pretty interesting there. Um, the AFC is uh, pretty straightforward. Like you say, I still see the, I mean, the, the Steelers are the one, Patriots two, Jags three, Chiefs four, Titans five, Buffalo six. So, I mean, it's going to be a fight for that sixth seed. Uh, like I said, Baltimore, they can pull it out. Buffalo, if they can hang in there. But uh, it's going to be some good playoff games. I can't wait. All right, so we, we got the two heavy hitters and front runners in the AFC. Right. We'll have a matchup this week. Right. We're kind of tight on that, that race as far as confidence of either of those making the Super Bowl. In the NFC, although, we start to see a drop-off with some of these teams. Even the top team, which was the Philadelphia Eagles. They right. just lost their starting quarterback. Just lost Carson Wentz. Um, like you said, the, the Vikings are starting to look like that that famed run that they had is starting to wear off a little bit. Right. Who are you most confident in the NFC playoff picture to make the Super Bowl or make a push for the Super Bowl? I think it's between Seattle and the Eagles. Mm. I think if, if Seattle can get in and if they can get that first game at home, they're able to go on the road. They they play outside. They can play indoors. They got arguably a top five MVP quarterback. So I think they can carry it on. I think the Eagles just because they're going to have the road goes through them. They have a good defense. Nick Foles has has been a starter before in his league. He's not going to do anything to lose the game. And they can run the ball with Garrett Blunt and um, Ajayi. So I think those are the the two top two. So from what I can gather from that statement, then you would say this season has been. Amplified by Carson Wentz, but not made by him for the Eagles. No, no, no. I mean, they got playmakers at every level of the defense. Okay. Like they have one of the best defenses uh, I've seen in the last few years. Okay. All right. Uh, what else did you oh. want to get into? All right. Uh, well, it's been a lot. Let's get some little local talk. 
Because, um, you know... Well, we, oh, well, hold on, right. Before we get into local talk, I want to okay. play a game with you two. You know, an extra point, we like to play little games. It's college bowl season. Right, right. I want to play a little real or fake with you guys real quick. Y'all really, really down oh, yeah, for this? Yeah, they did that too. All right, so real or fake. Is this bowl... Well, I'm going to ask, is Lando and Be Nice uh, two separate of bowls? And they're going to tell me if this is a real bowl or a fake bowl. First things first, the TaxSlayer.com Gator Bowl. That is real. Be nice. Lando said it's real, so I'm going to go with Lando. That is Lando. real. All right, the Liberty Mutual Garden State Party Bowl. It's a Liberty Mutual Bowl. I don't know if they switched their names. I'm going to say real. I don't know if they switched their names or not, but it is a Liberty Bowl. I'm going to say false. It is false. It is a Liberty Bowl, though. That, that's, a, that's a fact. You it can look that, that up. Bowl, yeah, right. it's a it's a Liberty Bowl. I All mean, right. they got different sponsors, but it is a Liberty Bowl. All right, the Little Cuties Clementine Bowl. False. I'm going to go false. Yeah, it's, both, it's false. It's false. All right, we got the Bitcoin St. Petersburg's Bowl. That is a bowl. Bitcoin hot right now, so it, I feel like it might be real. St. Petersburg's always have a bowl. All right, the Geico Auto Insurance River Bowl. Nah, I don't, not all that other shit in there. Yeah, I, some it, it is a Geico <laughs> Bowl. I don't know if it's the River, but it, yeah, that's the thing with bowls, because the names and some of the names, like they're, for sure there is a Liberty Bowl, but their names and stuff, you know, you can add anything. All right, I'm going to do two more. Duck Commander Independence Bowl. The Duck Commander, not the Armed Forces? No. Nope. I'm going to say false. Guys. Real. It is real. It is real. I never heard it's of that. It's real ball. All right. And the Hyundai Sun Bowl. Uh, Sun Bowl is real. All right. False. It's a real ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sun Bowl's in Arizona. That's been real for Hyundai me. don't sound like that. <laughs> I need to be watching, man. It's really just too many of these motherfucking balls. You can, like, I don't know. I was going to do a bowl game pick this week. Uh, Las Vegas Bowl is a pretty good ball. I think it's um, Oregon versus Boise State. Ooh. Yeah, so that's that's not a bad game to watch. And it's come on tomorrow, so, I mean, that's that's Man, That sounds like it wasn't a bad game in 2010. I don't know. About <laughs> nah, this year would be dope, man. You just got to pay attention to watch the games. But let's get to some local talk because Be Nice just made a point. He don't want the Lions to win out. On the radio, they're calling for Caldwell to be gone, let go. If he wins out and they're able to get into the playoffs, I think he's done a good job this year. My question with people in the Lions who want Jim Caldwell fired, what has he done to you? Like, what do you expect from the Lions? He's been the most successful coach in the Lions' history, win-loss. And I feel win-loss like, percentage. And I feel like even with that statement, those same people want Stafford to stay because yeah. he's been the most successful. I will say that. I feel like the problem has been the most that. successful, though. No, for the most part, he has. Nigga said that's the Lions' best quarterback for the most ever. Part, Stafford Talent-wise, has been he probably been the best, but record-wise, record no. And he's had a lot of abysmal players on his team. I think that the issue with that is not between those two. It's between how society looks at football and the kind of culture that football has created for itself where these are kind of the top two blame people. It's your quarterback and your coach. One of them got to go. I don't want to be Stafford, so it got to be Caldwell. And I feel like the people who like Stafford, like myself, that's more so the thinking. I, some people obviously get brash in their but, statements, and they get overhyped and sometimes make statements that just aren't true. Caldwell has been a pretty decent coach. But I think that I personally, like, I've thrown my phone over Lions games. And one of the reasons why I threw my phone was because I was watching it with somebody who didn't ha- share the same emotional ties to the game as me. And I think that's one of the frustrations that people have with Caldwell. When I'm burning up and I see that, that he don't care, or to me his face looks like he don't care, it bothers me. Well, you need somebody to be even kill because Bill Belichick is even kill. Not everybody is an emotional rah-rah guy. Bill, Bill Belichick you, is wait, a goat, though. He can do whatever okay, but, he wants to. But, but Just still, like Phil Jackson. But, you can be a guru when you yeah, win it. You can't be that shit. You can't okay, be a Okay, but Caldwell, Caldwell has been the Three Super Bowls. He's won two as an assistant. 
I mean, he was the offensive coordinator when Joe Flacco went on his run. Really changed the way he played. I think he's qualified enough. I just think everybody's overreaction. You need stability in the NFL. As, I think we, they, as we see as the game of the week, Patriots and Steelers, what do they got? Stability. Stability. And that's what you need in NFL. Well, no, they got a, well, the Steelers got a coach that'll run and tackle a dude on the sideline if he, you know, about to score a touchdown. Yeah, but he's been there forever. So it's <laughs> like stability. Yeah. Carwell, even if I, I don't necessarily agree with long term, he's definitely earned another year. We didn't have a running back. We we took a flyer on him. Yeah. Abdullah. I was admittedly wrong about him, and not necessarily all on him because the offensive line was still terrible. But uh, we don't have we have players that have quit on us in Golden State. Who chances are he might not be here next year? Um, That's also another problem. I think Golden Tate to do. He been pointing his fingers at a lot of dudes. Hey, this he, year. He ain't, he, what did Austin say? You, you said it a lot to me over the years. You know, if you point your finger at, at a person, you got to point back at you. Yeah, I mean, he, been, he ain't looking in the mirror. <laughs> like, like, and that's why last week he did play a pretty decent game because he kind of had to. Like, if you point fingers and, and calling people out, like, now you got to produce. So yeah. now he's kind of held to the fire to, to produce. But I think Bob Quinn take most of the blame. Yeah. Did a bad job. Not drafting a running back. It was not drafting a running, running back. backs this draft. Yeah, uh, so. Not capitalizing on none of our second-round picks. And not trading or T. getting T. Tabor looked decent, though, in the Buccaneers game. He did, man. He but he, decent. He and that's, did, that's what the argument that I always made to people. I don't think he's going to be a bad pro. He just shouldn't have been on our team. No, no we took a have. second round flyer on somebody and didn't play him. No, we and, and it just doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. DJ Hayden. Yeah, and we already no signed the corner. Yeah, we so. had never lost him playing his best football last year. It just a uh, potential pick right there just didn't make sense. And you need both, somebody that's gonna play. And they right both now. come from the, the same school. Like he, he just he missed in this draft. Yeah, he so had a bad offseason. I don't know what y'all think. People out here listening, if y'all think. Tell us what y'all think about this Jim Caldwell thing, because I'm I'm on his side. I think he should probably stay. Yeah. Because ain't no point to fire him. Because Stafford and Mitchell like four coaches already. He ain't yeah. gonna get no better. It's like it's just gonna be a whole other thing. And I don't see the the Packers getting no worse. I see the Bears getting better. And I don't and see, I see the, the and I don't see the coaching Messiah that's gonna come and turn the Lions. That's around, what I said so. last week. I just I don't see it. Pat Patricia not that guy. Um, shout out to Baker Mayfield. He won the Heisman. We you know last week. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers coming back. That last game in Detroit, if Aaron Rodgers can win out, that's going to be an epic game. Hopefully we can turn it around. We can, we can stop it. But we know how much Aaron Rodgers love playing at Ford Field. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. Uh, Michigan. Okay, so Jim Harbaugh went down to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going through some problems. He went down there, had like a dinner or breakfast with brunch with him, and uh, he ended up getting like a few players. So he got the quarterback to transfer – he got the quarterback to transfer up Who to Michigan. Who did he have his brunch with? The, the, uh, it was the, the quarterback. The quarterback brought the starting safety, uh, outside linebacker. Wyandotte. I think they all going to Michigan. I, I, think, I think two of them were going to Michigan. The quarterback's going there for sure. Why said, not? It's not illegal? No, because they, Ole Miss is going through problems, and like uh, their players are eligible to transfer That's right away. I wouldn't. You can't take them out to no five-star brunch. I'm not lying. Why did Don? So take them to Denny's. It's looking like. He, he's getting a, um, a transfer. So a lot of people were saying, like, if your son or, or like, Christian McCaffrey or um, – Is it Dylan? Or Dylan McCaffrey and uh, what's the, the quarterback to play? Brad uh, Peters. How oh, yeah. should they feel about this? Because, they ask. They ask so they can I mean, get their spot to – Yeah, because, like, you're getting promised and guaranteed, and then it seems like every year it's going to be, like, a transfer I think quarterback. That I, Peters, he, he had some success in right. spots this year. Right, right. But I feel like the nation and everybody who's following Michigan was really amped up about the McCaffrey kid coming in. I would be most likely if I was him. I'm a big-name guy. I come from this family already. You know, you're supposed to make me into the next guy. And then you go get your guy. 
Yeah. And that I would be slighted by that. Because this but, quarterback, he's a sophomore. And yeah, before and he got hurt, one, yeah. like, all right, he's got a lot of time ahead of him. Right. So then I, you know, what do I get, a year? Yeah. So it's, you know what I'm saying? I really, Jim Harbaugh really preaches competition, though. He wants people to be at their best. He feel like the only way you can be at your best is if you can but actually you can beat have your best. Oh, man. Because then you're wasting my time if I lose out. I think yeah. every position but quarterback, you can yeah. do that. Because I think once you have competition, really, at quarterback, you always you looking over your shoulder. kind of in disarray. Because yeah. you have... Because you feel like you mess up, you're going to get yeah, you get, you get, But if you have true competition, yeah. then you don't have a great quarterback. You just got average guys. If it's a great quarterback, there's no competition. Because you're not going to have two studs at quarterback. Honestly. Realistically. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I But I would like to see like the video from the competition of last season between John O'Corn and Spade. Are you a bunch of picks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's, <laughs> it's like heavy interception. I think you have to, with a quarterback, you have to pick a guy. And, and and just go with him. That's my guy. I, I'm going with him. Unless he just completely goes off the off the bridge. That's the uh, guy. I feel like in the NFL you do. In college, college you got to be able to have uh, your That two-quarterback system, it only works for so even, long. You don't even got to have two-quarterbacks. Like you come in for a drive. You, you just yeah, got to have Florida, Florida one stuff. that you feel like, all right, he's better than him and him. And not just way better. Like, he's this much better. And I feel like that because... I seen him could be. I know how good this kid is, but he's a little bit better than him, and I gotta start with him. I that's think, how you. I feel like that's how Jim Harbaugh is thinking and knowing that this is the quarterback he goes through. But when you had a big, and that's what happened to Cardale Jones. When you had a big hey, time, time, yeah. When you have a big time university, you gotta pick a guy because it's already pressure on you. Yeah. It's already pressure. If I throw a bad pass and the crowd is chanting, uh, put in Peters. Yeah, hey, y'all are saying what's called is a great yeah. player. Show me. Show, that's what I'm saying. It, it put too much strain, and you can lose a few games because of that. I think you pick a guy, you say, this is my guy, and you just ride with it. With the quarterback position, everything goes, you compete, but quarterback is very delicate. It's Especially like in this situation where you already had Peters last year. You already signed on McCaffrey. It's kind of no respect to them. Like, you haven't even really allowed them to show themselves before you go do this. Yeah, because old boy's starting, for sure. Yeah. Like, he ain't coming up here just to, to compete. He probably not, but you got to just, especially Michigan. They in a win-now situation. That's what the conversation was. That's what the Although he may not, people may not think he on the hot seat or try to deny like Mo was trying to say, nah, maybe next year. Jim Harbaugh feels like he's on the hot seat. Oh, he, he feels like he got to win. I got to Amigos. I dabbed. I yeah. jumped in the pool. My finger all fucked up. I'm still catching passes. I got to get some yeah, done. Yeah, he got to win some now. But I, I doubt that Jake Rudock like, competed with them guys. I, I'm pretty no, sure. Jake Rudock definitely didn't compete. But that was the way he was like, all right, look, how can I look good my first year? Or my first, yeah, it was first, what, two years? I yeah, and, and that's the same thing you're doing now. Like, I can't find a quarterback. This guy down there looks good. He got hurt, but, but what do you I, mean I you can't find a quarterback? You just didn't let these kids show themselves. Yeah, that's, that's hey, the problem. If he going out to get a nigga, he know how ass. He yeah, that's be. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so, so he kind of get that. McCaffrey kid was kind of highly rated. We'll see how he do. I mean, he played in Colorado. The competition's not that well. We, we'll see how we'll see what happens. All right, what else? Okay, so this is a big, and this could be the last one. We don't have to get into, like, the, the fantasy and stuff like that. But it was a big debate on, like, Pittsburgh Radio. They was talking about Tom Brady. And they said we should look at Tom Brady the same way people look at Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Lance Armstrong. And entertain it. And attain it. Yeah, they said that he needs to be tainted. They saying that like with the with deflated the deflate gate, he deleted I mean he destroyed his phone. He had hundreds of messages going to the ball boy about how he likes his footballs, what size should they be. Um with the spy gate, a lot of people were saying that that, that should be the case. It's saying that he I should think be tainted. That that, that's realistically to me the only stand on, on any of their resumes. The deflate gate, the one thing that came out to me, and I don't really care for him, but 
when Aaron Rodgers spoke and said that he had a certain way that he liked his football, I feel like that's something that quarterbacks just enjoy. The flake gate, I don't got nothing against That's what I'm saying. So, Sp- Spygate Spygate is, is, is yeah. real. That's Spygate something that should real. be looked at in a certain light. Because that changed the way. Because before Spygate, you didn't have, you couldn't communicate with the, your middle linebacker and your defensive coordinator. Now you, now you got to. I think Spygate and, like, they asked Tom Brady, do you feel like you're a cheater? He was like, I, you know, I don't think so. And it's just stuff like that, like, they kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. They did. But yeah. the, 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 the flake gate stuff is just, it was hearsay. And I just feel like. That wasn't really, was, it wasn't hearsay because he deleted, he destroyed his phone. He did. He, he did. hid messages. But people. He's, he, he, he had the, the storyline already crafted with how he destroys his phone ever so often anyway. Yeah, but that was, a, that was bullshit. It, it was. But yeah. I just, I feel like the conversation is just kind of idiotic. In the, the sense of the people that you just named, because my brain was kind of just like, "What the fuck?" Like Barry Bonds, you know, like these, all these other names of people who really cheated, literally, like they really legitimately cheated. But they never got caught. Like Barry but Bonds never got caught. One thing my father has constantly told me: look at the size of Barry Bonds' head. Your yeah. head does not naturally grow, but grow I like mean, that. Spygate could be the same thing. Spygate, I still don't recording think it was... calls when people come play in your stadium, you but fuck was, up their headsets. Right, to some I mean, degree, but that's, you still, you still can play through that. You still can't. It, it makes it. It makes it. It makes it difficult. Somebody on steroids. Though. It has a clear cut. Un- yeah. well, not, <laughs> not, like, not during that era. Because everybody was on steroids. Once he did it, yeah. No, no, not once. Barry. Once Samson. Most people. I thought like, somebody had to start the way. When, when they no, when they put that list out, it was about two hundred players yeah, on that they, list. A lot of them had to catch up. Now this nigga was already. Or they was already doing it, and they found out what was going on. So I did. I didn't think that baseball era. It was just a di- different era. I just think the comparison to Barry Bonds, nah. Lance Armstrong, nah. Like exactly. that clearly cheated. Lance Armstrong, <laughs> that's, that's what we're going for. Yeah, he getting yeah. shit stuck like, up his ass and shit. That shit, they, they, they. He was. They was taking the blood dump up his ass. And in certain lens, if you look at Bill Belichick and and. Tom Brady, if there's somebody who doesn't have any smudges or smears on their resume, sure, they can be looked at in a tiny lens. But like I said, the, the name just kind of made me turn my face up. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, these people you just named seriously. Yeah. I mean, they, I'm not If anything, you compare them more like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, he cheated. He's still a good guy, though, you know? And then you make little puns, like Charlamagne mm-hmm. said. You know, it's like, this is my rib, but what side do you like to go with your rib? Because clearly you like cheating, so. You know what <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... All right, moving on to another segment. I'm going back to old school. Who's man's? First, who's man's is LeVar Ball. Now, Lando, he is upset. Tell the people what you really feel about LeVar Ball. Listen, anytime you put a microphone in front of LeVar Ball, I can't look away. Lando has been consumed I can't. by I the honestly, Ball family. He's entertained. I saw seen a Breakfast Club interview, which, which was a great interview. I don't know where LaMelo was at in that one. Like, his body was there, but his mom was in La La Land. But... Probably just too early for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff in definitely. The he reminded me of Christian and shit like that, like yeah, in the morning. So, look, and this is what yeah. I think. This is why LeVar is my who's man's. Because he got his sons about the hoop in Lithuania. Um, and when asked, why are you having them hoop in Lithuania? He said, because I thought of it. And that just don't make no sense. Nah, it's like, I'm right with LeVar. Yeah, yeah, I am LeVar's son. But I cannot get down with this. Well, what do y'all think about this Lithuanian well, shit? The anyway? thing is this. If he would have did it from the jump, and then he would say, you know what, we all just, they going to Lithuania from the jump, that would have been cool. He didn't like the Chino Hills coach because he said his son was going to shoot that much. He didn't like the way uh, Jello got disciplined at UCLA. That's why he's making the move. So the only problem I got with LeVar is control. And you've seen the Lakers had to have like a private meeting with him, 
he just he wants too much control. He can't handle it when he can't get it his way. So he he just tries to make a big scene about everything. And I think that that's the thing that kind of that kind of hurts him. Um, I have two parts to this. I I do agree with Lando that this probably should have just been the route from the jump. But if he was to do that, they probably would have saved themselves a lot of uh, you know bad outcomes because now they're in the lifting wing because Jello did the situation that he did in China. So that kind of exed them from a lot of countries. Like, all right, we don't want to fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? You already got one kid that's a klepto, and then already the little one looked wild as fuck anyway. Yeah. So it's like, ah, kind of tight on them. And I think that that's kind of the only downfall to this, that you're in Lithuania. It's kind of a bogus B-grade type of playing over there. But they're also grown men. It's aggressive as fuck. So, you know, we're talking about two 16 and an 18-year-old. They, they, they're not mature enough to handle that. But I do think that this was kind of the best situation for them. Way not a whole year of college was out of the question for Jello. Yeah. That shit was stupid. It didn't make sense. Once you transfer to a new school, then you might be two years out of college. And that's the worst case scenario in this day that NBA is age. If you show your it's showing too much of your flaws. Because right now, GMs are just taking flyers on people. We got a first round pick, or our team is kind of made out. You can go after people in free agency. I'm gonna go after the youngest, like that's how you get people like Giannis Yeah, the people. youngest, you just tallest, take, yeah, jumping. Take advantage of somebody like, like that before people can see all your flaws. But, and that's why people do the one and done. But LaMelo gonna have to play for three years. I feel like yeah. I feel like LaMelo. Six, but, this, but this is the thing though, he don't have to do that. Because the rules state all you have to do is be one year removed from high school. So yeah, but once he go play over there, he can get drafted six, next year. Got three, you got to be overnight. He's sixteen. No, he don't. He's sixteen. He can't he get drafted yes, next year. Yes, you can. No, he can't. You got to be overnight. They draft foreigners, kids, all the time. But they can't play until they're nineteen. Well, he—that's what I'm saying, Lando. Even if he gets drafted, he can get stockpiled into the D league. No, they said, and David said on ESPN they had it written down. He can't. Eligible for the draft until he's 19 years old. All that right. means three years. He's Even gonna be if playing that's the case, if he play Lithuania next year, he can move up to another league. I don't. You know what? Year. And they made a bet about the Lithuania. I don't think they last more than a month over there. They I, might not. I yeah. feel like they're gonna play. I feel like it's cool for Lamelo to be in Lithuania because he's gonna play against grown ass, strong ass yeah, men, and it might they, make him better in the league he's in right now. I think it's the weakest of Lithuania or Euro leagues. Yeah, it's, the, like it's the weakest. And league. so he getting. To 16 this year, 17, moving probably to another league. He going to learn some basketball skills. Yeah. Like, you see the niggas that come from overseas, they damn near who better than okay, everybody. Let, let, me say this. Like Mike let me say this. If LeVar could have handpicked the coach, is is uh, LaMelo over there in Lithuania? Probably not. But More you know what? You see, he picked that team in Lithuania because that coach is just like him. And yeah, he said that, yeah, he said that coach got a lot of tenacity, and that coach sell meat outside <laughs> his trunk after I, the game. I don't think that, though. I, I really have struggled with the Chino Hills thing this entire time because I feel like that LeVar was just too big of a star for them to handle. I don't think no. it was him. Yeah. Listen, have you, did you watch the show? That. Did you watch the new season? I haven't, but okay. this is my let me, point. Let me just say, he LeVar said it in the new... four balls listen, in the wait, school. Hold he on. had his three sons I know. and a nephew, and, and everybody else gravitated wait, to them. This is what he said. He said this. He said, they don't listen to me. They're not listening to me no more. We won 35 games when they listened to me. He's like, now they're not listening but to me. That, that's so I'm true. Checking my I have heard him say shit like that, too. Like, well, not even... Not to anybody point or nothing like that, but I have heard him say, like... Even the Lakers, like, if really everybody would just let go of the egos and listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you got the ego. And then, look, Lonzo had a good game in New York. He did. LaVar, let him have his shine, man. He, I don't like that. When people take the spotlight away from the person nah, supposed bro, to be on. Spike Lee made a whole no. shit about him, a whole series of Pacers-Knicks games about him. He did. <laughs> and, he was, and that's why Reggie Miller and them beat him all of year because he made it about him. But – 
that that was the problem I had with that. I don't like people stealing somebody's spotlight. Like ESPN tried their best not to even show Lavar, but he jumping I mean, up and down, he dancing, they interviewing him. You talking about Chris Carter earlier, and I saw a segment from Chris Carter and Isaiah Thomas. It was just like a five minute, you know. Oh, you talking clip. about their parents? Yeah, he was talking about Isaiah. Was talking about his mom being there, and they they said this in the black community. We come from the hood, right, right. so you're gonna have some people of this light. Right. To come with you. Right, you right. can't leave your family behind. No, no, I'm not part. saying leave them behind. No, what I'm saying, what, what Isaiah was making the point was, and they were talking directly about LeVar Ball, is that this is just the day and age we live in where these people are able to be seen. Right. Like Isaiah Thomas spoke about his mom eating home-cooked fried chicken and having a gun on her in a Pistons game. Yeah, yeah. He talking about his brother. Yeah, don't have a gun on you. He talking about his uncle. He talking about his brother came up there like, yeah, me, him, 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 and him about to come into the game. Yeah. With, with no tickets. Yeah, with no tickets. Just I'm no. gay gay. I brought Zeke to the show. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. brought Zeke here with yeah. my tickets. Yeah, no, no question That's about that. Ball. But my thing is this. After you be nice, you have a big night, a big game. Everything's supposed to be about you. I'm pretty sure gay could have got somebody to put the game. He would have supposed to be about you. And you answer questions about your father. They ain't even talking about how you played. When you feel a little bad, like he's doing that no. all life, though. No, when you feel no. a little bad, like damn, yeah, this my guy. Listen, to this he ain't just talking about Lavar. They talking about big baller, it, bro. And this is the one point I didn't. I didn't even think about this, but this is the one thing that I wanted to point out. Kyle Kuzma, who in my eyes is Lonzo's best friend. They had a light skin brother connection. They always talking. They're now Kyle Kuzma is he playing better than? Lonzo he is. Okay. But what right I wanted to, to say you. was, and this is kind of your point when you were arguing with us last week, right. which is he just made on Snapchat a joke. He put up a picture of the triple B hat and said, y'all paying $600 for this? So they, I'm pretty sure that they had these joking situations about LeVar where they kind of just like, hey, your pop's fooling right yeah, now. Yeah, but at some point, hey, I'm not going to lie. Pop's tripping, you know, I wasn't worried about That's Lines up down there. At some point, if people keep talking about my dad, it's going to be, hey, hey, enough of that. Now. No, but it's No, so, I'm just saying, I'm keeping it real. Yeah, I do. Gonna, the I jokes got to stop at some point. as grown men and, and still as culture people. As a grown man, yeah. I, And I'm talking about them. I think that they do have a cutoff point where they're like, all right, this is his daddy. Like, yeah, like, I know that daddy be fooling. No, but I'm just Oh, I'm pretty sure they do. No, I, I think that you tried to just paint it out as we hate Lonzo because yeah. you, you hated that nigga on your football team. That, <laughs> no, that's all it is, yeah, man. No, I, 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 I love John. Did y'all, did y'all see uh, LeBron say something to Lonzo Ball? Yeah, what y'all think he said to him? Um, I think I actually I seen the it was uh he told him that this situation right now is just don't worry about it. Play hard. He told him that the media is kind of just white noise. Everything that's going on out there is just white noise. And that you should just kind of close all that out and keep playing, basically. Yeah, he played pretty good against. And he, guys, he, he was telling, he told him too, because I could actually hear it in the video. I, I forgot where I saw that, but he was saying like, "They gonna ask you what I'm talking about right now, but don't worry about none of that shit. Just keep playing." <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Damn, they pretty knew much, what I was gonna yeah, ask. LeBron know me so well. Yeah, pretty much, just, just just don't worry about what your dad say. Just just play. Yeah, ball. he just told him everything is white noise. You yeah. playing all right? You, you know what I'm saying? Just keep doing. You going And he was telling them that you eventually gonna find your niche. Basically. He did not play good defense yesterday. Jose Calderon scored about 20 points. Over. Jose Calderon Dwayne did. Wade, yeah, Dwayne Wade you know what? Listen, up, so I heard well, Dwayne Wade is a Hall of Famer. Famer. Yeah, I'm just saying. Jose Calderon. I remember people talking about Jose Calderon. They said, I don't understand how a nigga that's 36 years old can run up and down the court as much as Jose Calderon does. They say Jose is probably in one of the best shapes of his life. He's always been. He's somebody probably could play until he's 42. Yeah, he said he played very hard. Who said that? What do you mean? You saying Jose Calderon like? I know, but who said that he wasn't in shape or they don't see how he can do that? No, they, well, you said it like that. was no, saying. No, that. I'm just saying that's a, a backup point guard score, and he talked about a good defense he scored. Play a lot. Calderon could score in his yeah, hey, but he bust his ass yesterday. 
Lonzo don't respect Nas, so you think he respect Jose Calderon? Exactly. No, but Jose's up. He, I'm like, saying, if he's this great defender, if he's this great, if he's this great, no, no, if he's supposed to be playing this great defense, you just got to have Jose today. Jose is saying you were saying he was the worst defender in the league. I didn't say he was the worst defender. Go back and listen to it. All right, you got to ask questions. You got to ask questions yesterday. All right, second, who's man's is the Detroit Pistons? Now I know we just got a two in a row, baby. We just had seven in a row losses. Let's go two in a row, Lando. What do you think about the Pistons right now? Austin, no, fo- Austin, no, Austin, focus, Austin wants to focus on the negative. I'm going to focus on the positive. Tonight, we won two in a row. We went to the Pacers' house, who got a hot team. I got a, I got a question about the Pacers. I want to ask. Be nice. Victor Depot's playing hot. We came in there. We shut it down. We're getting better and better each game. Everybody's going to go through them stretches throughout the season. I think what happened was Stan Van Gundy, he no. got too caught up in playing no. with his starters. Now he's going to the bench no. a little bit more. Galloway's playing more. Bullock is playing more. Pistons are here, baby. Turning. Pistons are here, baby. Hey, and listen, 76ers, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs today if it's hard today. The turning. The people are seeing. The people is listening. Reggie Jackson is the problem. Reggie, Reggie Jackson, Jackson played good today. He's played good the last two games. Seven-game stretch, he was the last problem. Two games. It was one last two games issue good. with the He didn't play good the other day. He, he did play good the other day. He was day. like, he only shot, made like four shots. He only grabbed oh, like no rebounds. Pass the ball. Play like defense. He was like the best defense defender last game. Also, that's what Austin came on. Potential and future Hall of Famers on the countdown: Tracy McGrady, Chauncey Billups, Jalen Rose, and T Mac came out and said that the Pistons should win that game against Golden State with no Steph Curry. They and almost did. The, no, let me talk. Down the stretch, man. Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley were hitting shots, and who showed his ugly ass face? And start doing nonsense where he dribbled down 20, 20 seconds off the shot clock and then tried to get bent off by the ref. But got, no, not just once. He did that shit four times. Bro, hey, it's a video I need to show you of a of compilation of niggas. Oh, a nigga ass. Does I don't watch the piss as much. But how often does Reggie? No, that's what this what the person said. I don't watch the Pistons much, but how much does Reggie Jackson do a this nigga bullshit that don't every even night? Fuck with them. Exactly, a nigga who found enough footage for a six t- a six minute montage of him doing <laughs> some mean, bullshit. Hey, man, going, hey, we in the playoffs right now. We in the playoffs right now. We are because them. He's been playing good. I feel like he's playing better than Lonzo. So really, I'm just saying, like, no, y'all make excuses and y'all talk about all the way he's playing defense, and then so what? He has no more better. potential. He's playing better. You talking about he's, KCP? He's this nigga done. He's better than KCP. But I'm and saying, he's, playing, he's, he's playing 29. Well. He didn't hit key he shots today. Down. He didn't hit key shots all throughout How the season. How often did he do that? He did it tonight. Lando, he just led he's us. He's not even the best player on his team. He, he led us to a, his, his best he led us to a seven-game lose streak. Really, this who's man? He did not lead us to a seven-game losing fucking streak. Drummond has some bad games. Tobias has some bad games. That's what I'm saying. Like all of them. But Reggie Jackson make. Them niggas weaker. Dre yeah. Jackson no, took Tobias. No, y'all away. not watching. Tobias y'all not watching had, basketball. Tobias has Tobias, Tobias just had two good games. Y'all not watching. He, he struggled. Games. He just struggled. He struggled He's hard during that I'm he struggled during that. And what happened? That's something that showing they because Reggie, Reggie was playing too bad. Reggie, Reggie tried to shoot shots and stand, uh, stand back good. He's talking about. Come on, man. I think it's the coaches. You know, I don't coach. It was the coach. You gotta, nah, gotta you put your rotation you in. Nah. Put your rotation yeah, in. we need to rotate him out the motherfucking yeah, rotation. We can't. Oh, we can't because Langston's not good enough. It's good, but like Langston is. Langston plays yes, really good basketball. Yes, they good. Put that on the. End of the bench, bro. You just don't like Red. No, you just don't like no, Reggie Jackson. It's, it's, he has won Okay, but he's won about he's won about ten games for us this year. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. No, you, no. you ain't watching the game. You are just you, hey, you're I optimistic. Ain't I don't, if anything, I you don't watch enough games. 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 
Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, it's been plenty of nights. Y'all don't pick. Y'all don't pick Ready Jackson. That nigga ass. Look, and I'm gonna just say this on Fanduel. He ain't got over seven bands on Fanduel. And if you ain't a seven man nigga, you weak as fuck. Lonzo been over seven bands. Because Lonzo got way more production than that nigga. Ready Jackson, keep doing what you're doing, baby. Over sixty-eight. Keep doing what you're doing. We seen them key free throws you hit tonight, and that nice jump shot. Let's keep it doing. That's going. We in the playoffs right now. 76 is not in the playoffs. Don't make free throws. Is be nice, don't know. That's it. He the only one to get that leeway. You can't if you can't make free throws. You weak, nigga. No, that's man, the that can't be the case. So Shaq was weak. Shaq is a center. That's I'm just saying, like, bro, you not making no sense. I'm talking about guards and under. The guards are missed free throws before. Who? What? What sweet guards? I mean, the guards are missed free throws before, and they get clowned. Yeah, what sweet guards are missed free throws? Stackhouse to miss some throws before. Stack. Uh, yeah. Before, yeah. Once in a while, that's huh? what I'm saying. Like everybody's praising before. a nigga making free throws. Which yeah, is hey, he made too. some he made some clutch throws. Then he made some clutch shots tonight. I'm cool with Reggie Jackson. All I'm cool right. with the players. We was in a good game with the Hawks for a minute. Yeah. We for beat the Hawks. We beat the Hawks. But we was in a good game. So they play hard. They almost beat the fucking Cleveland. Cleveland only beat them up three Cleveland points. Hurt. I'm just saying they only beat about three. Man. And they got LeBron. Man, did the Pistons Get that hate out y'all. Did the Pistons huh? beat Cleveland? We only, we only played them once. Yeah, we beat them. No, we, no, we beat Golden State. Got we beat Golden State. And what did Reggie Jackson do in that game? What did he do? They had the last one, December 8th. No, no, I'm talking about the first game we won. No, 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 what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? What did he do? We all lost about two. They didn't hurt take each other. Wait, what he did in that first one? What he did in this one? No, it don't. We lost because of you. Y'all just haters. No, we clearly lost Yo, yeah, no, hey, go back. No, he we got fouled. He got fouled. All right, and uh, fouled. Bro, he, y'all he are haters. Stopped. Y'all are haters. Bring them, literally, like, y'all I haters. watched the So the Pistons not gonna be in the playoffs. So the Pistons not gonna be in the playoffs. It yes don't or matter. No. Yes or no? The Pistons not gonna be. No, they who? By who? They gonna get blue? By out. who? You think that Reggie Jackson not gonna show his ass no. in the playoffs? No, I don't. You crazy? All not right. crazy. Next segment. Y'all been wrong all year. I told y'all about the Pistons. Look at y'all Look at y'all folks. We on a two-game winning streak. But the coach came out and said that they was never that good anyway. Stan Van Gundy Ooh. said that. He, he said, always I, say that. No, he always say that. Stan Van Gundy always comes out and says outrageous things. No, he That's like, what he does. 14 and 6. That's what he does. I didn't know what was happening. Shit ain't make sense. Yeah, they right. was winning. That good. Next Y'all segment. been wrong. I've been right. Thank you. Next last. segment. Album of the week. We got two albums of the week that just came out this week. Uh, which one y'all talk about first? Eminem or Jeezy? Did y'all listen to either one of them? I listened to both of them. All right, Lando, which one you want to talk Well, let's talk about Eminem album first. Because I see a lot of people <laughs> laughing about it. They calling it ass. A lot of people saying this nigga washed up. They saying, don't listen to it on Apple Music. Just listen to the illegal streams because it's funnier. What do you think about Eminem album? I did like uh, Eminem album. I thought he had really good content. I think like the uh, the commercial songs he had were, were really nice. Um, That's going to be popping on 955. I thought his, uh, his lyrics was up to date. Some of his beats is like a little bit off, but that's that's with Shady. I mean, Shady's they never really had the the best beats, but I enjoyed the album. I enjoyed. It. I still think he's one of the best rappers, so I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, I might listen to it eventually. Look, I ain't really listened to Eminem like last three albums, to be quite honest. Once Recovery he, was a good album. Once he went away from his, I don't even call it a hood phase, but like stop making black people music. I guess you could say rapping. I just I, well, I didn't really care to listen to him. And this one he was more conscious and he talked about a lot of problems that I think a lot of lot of white people a lot of a lot of people period won't talk about. And he, he kinda crossed that line. So yeah, I like but the recovery was I mean the, I need a doctor shit was cool, but that was more so like I catch a single and I liked it or you know what I'm saying uh, the shit with Rihanna, all that shit was cool, but yeah. I, I just it wasn't for me. It no, wasn't I, the I, I thought I recovery liked. is one of his best albums. I don't know. That is that the um 
What is is stand what is, and watch? No, nah, what was the the real big mega hit he had when he was standing on like top of the rooftop? That's what Rihanna probably. Right, no, yeah. it's not what Rihanna. Love the way you love. Yeah, that's what. Always best on people. Oh, that's I'm not afraid. It might be. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. All right, uh, and then Jeezy album. Uh, I didn't listen to that yet. Let I listened to it. A guy told me that he wouldn't listen to it because he is a big Gucci fan and he cannot. Uh, so Fante said that. Nah, uh, Giles yeah, who Giles? Giles? Giles is horrible tasting music. But um, yeah, I never heard Giles yeah. suggest nothing positive. No, he don't like. He don't like nobody. He don't even know what he like. And baby. that's kind of shocking to think that he like Gucci. Yeah, he, more than Jeezy. He yeah. said he can't like Jeezy. So. I feel him though because I really don't fuck with Gucci that much because I like Jeezy. So. Yeah, I don't fuck with Gucci. Like, like they like Kobe really LeBron. Like, yeah, they really are. Kobe and nah, LeBron. You can't do both. You know what? Jeezy had a lot of good interviews. He was on the complex and he checked the fuck out of DJ Academics. And Joe Button was talking crazy. Yeah, yeah, this and then, who don't? No, who don't but check, look, man. Joe Button was talking crazy, but Joe Button got quiet as a mouse when Jeezy was on there. But I got the connection with Jeezy because Jeezy was with BMF. He really shows Detroit a lot of love. His first, the first three singles he got. Uh, payroll on. He got T Grizzly on. I mean, he, he puts on for the city. Anybody who don't fuck with Jeezy, I don't fuck Jeezy, with them really. The problem with Jeezy and Gucci though is, <laughs> in particular, we have like a little subdivision in Detroit because Jeezy has the hometown love with actually being connected to BMF. Yeah. But the way that Gucci came into the game is like parallel to how Detroit artists are, like with actually being a real hustle. Not to say that Jeezy wasn't, but Jeezy, once we saw Jeezy. He was already signed. Then he started getting business. He but became see, president but of that thing. But Jeezy, but Jeezy was never a rapper, though. The two rappers that he's supposed to put on, they got killed. So he yeah. said, well, shit, I know he put all this money into it. I got to do it. I, I get that. But and I'm that's, just saying and that was just the, the ultimate of Detroit people. Is and that's that why Detroit kind of businessman. Yeah, and that was the now, ultimate I'm saying hustle. Split. It's, Detroit is split down to half. Like 50% fuck with Jeezy. I feel I like. Think, and then Gucci got I a big-ass following Since he here. around payroll no more, I think I think it didn't kind of uh, It might be 60-40. Yeah, but I think it's Gucci got a big-ass following Jeezy do actually let it see, though. He let it see. I mean, Gucci do, too. Gucci, when he come here, he put on. But Jeezy got a place here. Detroit is the second home. Hey, I seen him come to Mr. Allen's and do all shit like that. He got the BMF but like I said, I just feel like the hustlers here and how people look at themselves, they saw more of that in Gucci. Because who's the, Gucci who's was the ultimate hustler in Detroit? I'm up. just saying, you know, but I'm saying as far as the rap game, like you look at what Blade was doing, that's more close to what Gucci was doing as far as somebody that's still kind of in the streets and rapping. Gucci Gucci didn't have no major what? deal, but I'm just saying of having money. Oh, you lost me on that. So if you look at all the Detroit way artists, more, way more lyrical. I mean, but you're not hearing no, what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm saying the image. All Jeezy was was hustle. He had this. He I had a, in the streets. I had a snowman shirt. Leno, you're not hearing but what he I'm sold, saying. He sold that. Gucci did not okay. have a major deal and had millions of dollars. We knew because, he had money. But how did he get that first? His first big single was with Jeezy. You're missing what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you, I'm. It don't have shit to do with money. That's okay. you saying all business stuff. No, I'm talking about hustle stuff. What do you? That's business. Thug motivation one on one. You right. couldn't go down the You're street. Talking about music. Wait, I'm just saying you couldn't go down the street without hearing those hustler tales. I know that. Yeah, that's He's my. I, but I'm saying if I look at an image of a person, and one, it's like Hove. If you look at Hove, you saw right now. You see Hove as a businessman. The last twelve years, we saw Hove as a, Hove as a businessman. We didn't see him as no street nigga. He was a Dane was a street nigga. Exactly. But, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Be nice saying that you see. So the niggas who, a, who niggas who want to be ghost, who want to be ghost, they looking but at no, Hove. But they want to be I'm a businessman. But this is the reason why Jeezy was a hustler. He was never a rapper. Okay, that's I'm not taking away. And that was the ultimate hustle. hustle. Like I don't even do this. Yeah. No, I and can, I can. I can and I can do this. I got. Is Detroit niggas can relate to the fact that Jeezy damn near just a broke nigga at heart, but he in the streets and that's how he make he really make his money all I street. Jeezy was broke though. No, he t- a, Gucci Gucci yeah. was still a nigga that's like I'm still getting it. Like I'm I'm a hustle anyway. That and they they can give me this right money. I'm gonna still trap. 
And that's how Detroit niggas, I think, think I mean, at heart. They're like, I don't give a fuck but, if I make it the game. How did Jeezy get his base, though? I mean, from, from trappers. From trappers from the he city. Did. But that's the, the music city. aspect. From, from the, the music aspect of, all right, I'm going to bump this shit. But if I'm thinking who I really relate to or who I look at myself as, is Gucci. That's what I'm saying. Because it's some, what would be nice to say, I guess, is like Gucci's still in the street. Yeah. No matter what people do. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's far, how people, No, I'm saying, but that's what people think about second stint after prison, yeah. Yeah, But that's what people he was still like, that's what people think. Like, oh, yeah, Gucci, even if he rapping, yeah. he probably sell me a dime. I said maybe, maybe for like most of most of y'all generation. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. From, but for my generation, growing up, 05. But Jesus our generation is the new trap niggas. Yeah. They the new street niggas. They of that age now where we was coming up from 15 I think all to that trap shit, it, it, was starting, it was starting to fade away. Like, it was? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it wasn't doing like that's that. The, the, that's kind Jeezy, of the, Jeezy put the music in. That's the market that matters right now. I'm saying Gucci, Gucci made... Y'all getting into 30 now. Y'all don't care, kind Gucci, of control no, the, 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 the Gucci, image and stuff. Gucci no made good music like except for the young people. Jeezy made motivational music. Oh no! I, I'm, I'm a DC fan. Yeah. I'm just saying of why I think Detroit is split because you do have people I, I like Giles. Vontae call himself Young Gucci. Giles, he, he, he don't got Gucci bad taste. He don't got. He don't got. You know. Yeah, got but no I, I knew that in my hood. Listen is, to Jeezy. That's what I'm saying. Different from Vontae. Vontae is like young. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't right. really around the 05. Right, but what you think about the album now? Uh, Jeezy's album, the first first four or five songs, like I said, really had me like damn near emotional. I'm like this because just like the conversation we had when I grew up, I remember you know what I'm saying that Jeezy liked to drink. Jeezy liked to smoke. Jeezy liked to mix Arm and Hammer with his coat. That, we listen to that shit every day. Like, my cousins, that's all they play. If it wasn't Wayne, it was Jeezy. Them literally my favorite favorite rap songs. Anybody who know me know I didn't really have a great relationship with my sister growing up. And we first kind of got back into the mode of speaking. I didn't talk to her for like eight years. One of the first things she asked me was like, you still like Jeezy, don't you? Like, that was like your favorite rapper when I was a little kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's for somebody who I ain't talked to for then a decade. For her to remember some shit like that, that's just kind of me pinpointing that this nigga was somebody I really fucked with as a kid. Like... Kanye, Jeezy, Wayne. That's my my all time in game to some extent. Fifty, obviously, with the music he had. But that's my top five when I'm ten years old. They're my favorite rappers. So me listening to this Jeezy album kind of brought me back to that mode. We really haven't seen Jeezy in this lane kind of since he was recession. Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? When he came out with the the little street gospel type album, he was talking about all that other political shit. That was kind of him trying to be somebody else or trying to be. In the lane of where he well, was no, at I'm in like, his life, I'm and like it wasn't successful. I'm like he was kind of like he kind of spoke on that because he had the um, what's the artist from uh, L.A. The, my nigga, my YG. nigga YG. He was taught, he was trying to show him a different way yeah. to make money, a different way to hustle, and he put him on. And he, he's put on a lot of artists, and he was a great A and R when he was with Atlantic. So I think I that that's, more that's what people discredit most about Jeezy is that Jeezy wasn't nobody to kind of I don't want to say mold artists in the light that. Because we don't actually know what Gucci does. Gucci just somehow spotlight these people and then they blow up a couple years later. Because he kind of got the, the the stranglehold on Atlanta. Like everybody kind of floats around Gucci to the point where it's like, oh, he got one person, then that one person bringing another person. Then you got like Young Thug, Migos, all these other niggas to just be under Gucci. But I do think Jeezy has an actual A&R. He brought up a hell of a lot, a lot of talent. Oh, yeah, he brought a lot of people to Def Jam South. And then when he moved around, he brought a lot of people to other places. He really did put YG on in some senses. Even though YG kind of had the tooted and booted fame in like 2011, that shit was terrible. You know what I'm saying? He kind of remolded YG kind of whole image to some degree. Yeah. But people discredited him because fucking Slick pulling Blood Raw and... And that's still one of the... Hey, 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 and that's one of the greatest mixtapes ever. Yeah. Slick P, a real OG. MVP, I go off the team. I mean, <laughs> always. But yeah, I, I fucked with the GZL. So which album was better? Um, You know what? 
if you lyrical, I'll go to M album. But if you're just going off bangers, I'll go. Juicy. I mean, I ain't listening to M shit. And Jeezy, I tell you, he's not he's not a lyrical. That's no. not what he do. So lyric wise, I go M. But if you're going off, but Jeezy has some fire beats, man. That yeah, fire beats. The yeah, production beats on there was crazy. Beats uh, better. So guess the verses he got on there was J Cole and K. So I would say Jeezy. I heard Jeezy shit like dropped off towards the end. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. It was it was some heavy hitters at the beginning. But the last song was it was no balance. Yeah, so it was kind of like very good at the beginning, kind of. Slowed down a little bit, then at the end it kind of picked back up. I don't know that, that American Dream kind of picked it up at the at the. End. It most definitely did, but it fell after a Jeezy song where he was using a big timers flow and had Puff Daddy featured on. Hey, it. I love that video. Go look. <laughs> hey, go watch that video. That Him and Puff they in the Bugattis, they dancing around and stuff. It, it kind of it was it was it was a good video. I'm not one to hate on people. And all the success that black people doing, but Puffy kind of one of them niggas. I just want him to go away. I love Puffy. Him and Birdman's two niggas that can set they can set off to sail to a remote island somewhere and never come back. I, I love Puff. All right, and so when, I think what two more segments, maybe the last one. We got overrated, underrated, classic, throwing back classic segments. Overrated, underrated, fellas. Star Wars. They got a new Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Is what it is. Yeah. What y'all think? We ain't seen the movie yet, so no spoilers coming from this one. But what do y'all think about? It? What do y'all think this movie gonna be? Like, is it good? It's gonna be bad? A lot of the reviews I see. I think Rotten the Mails gave it ninety four percent. See shit like that. I think it's gonna be. It's way overrated. I think I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna see a bunch of corny jokes. I'm gonna see a bunch of silly. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna go live up to the hype. I really don't have too much. I'm talking about the like hype for the media. I think that it's going to be overrated simply and purely because it's Star Wars. Like, Star Wars has such a such a high fandom that it's like people won't let it be bad. You know, that got to be the ultimate hustle, though. Yeah. George Lucas got the story that will never end. Yeah. And it's just yeah. really a big a big fucking, like, soap opera. opera. Yeah, damn near. It's, uh, I think it probably won't be, like, a bad movie. Yeah. But... Like y'all said, like, people won't let it be bad. Like, people, even if it is bad, they'll give you, like, I seen a tweet, like, oh, man, you know, they just took so many risks in this movie, and it's like... That's kind of sugar comes. Yeah, like, is it bad or bad, nigga? <laughs> like, was, you know, taking a risk, yeah, that's cool, but if the story dumb, then it's dumb. Like, the last one was dumb, and niggas wouldn't just say it. They would always say, you know, maybe it took a little bit from this movie and a little bit. No, but I just say it's a bad movie. And it, it needs was. old movies to stand up on its own legs. You watch that movie without knowing anything. You just pick up a movie like it's Star Wars. You watch that, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's just dumb. What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's what the fuck is this? You don't know. So, I think it's probably going to be overrated. I'm still going to probably see it probably tomorrow. I might go see it tomorrow. It's a Saturday night feature. I, think, not, I just wait tomorrow. I think Star Wars is kind of one of those things where it's just like, it's, it's delicate to mess with. So it's like the kid in me wants more Star Wars, but after the the Phantom of Menace and Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, they really didn't have to do this. Yeah, they didn't have to, and it's too delicate for you to mess with. Where it's like, all right, now our expectations are too high. I think those episodes one, two, and three did not age well. They so did. That's why I think they're they're kind of they're kind of doing this because those left a bad taste in a lot of. They people. left a bad taste in niggas' mouths when they was hot. When they was actually coming out, you had mm-hmm. a superstar actor. Well, I don't want to say superstar, but. The, the franchise was particularly riding on somebody who didn't really want to be a part of it. Hayden Christian didn't even care for Star Wars, really. And he was the focal point of the entire trilogy. Exactly. Which is like, all right, this shit, you know what I'm saying? And he even kind of spoke about that, like, not wanting to do, you know, 
segues or go do interviews or be a part of the fan stuff because he, he just was doing it for money. Yeah. So it's like something like this where you, you got to have people like Chris Evans and, and, and Robert Downey Jr. Like they really epitomize I'm Captain America, I'm Tony Stark. Yeah, like niggas, it's not a shame yeah. to be in this type of role. Like our damn near, uh, what's cuz who played Wolverine? Yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it's like niggas who really embrace it to yeah. the point where you can't identify. He didn't really give a fuck yeah. about being Anakin Skywalker. I don't really give a fuck about him being Like, Anakin to some Skywalker. degree, but you got to have people that ride it out. Like, even Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr., there's back talking, you know, little rumors about this might be their last film because they're tired of it. But but they, they kind of lived it out, and they did it to the fullest. Mm. You don't want somebody that's kind of half-assing it or they're doing it in that kind of thing, like, oh, man, you know, I want to do this, but then at the same token, I don't want to get attached. So, like, if you go back and look at history, how many motherfuckers have we heard this actors that came out and said, oh, I could have been this superhero, but I passed on it because I didn't want to be attached to this name. Yeah. It's like, but that's I, fucking I think stupid. It was, I think with Star Wars, like, Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, he couldn't play no other role. Oh, no, Mark Hamill was definitely yeah. typecasted for that. He yeah. was kind of, but he had... But it's kind of it's kind of. I don't think he was never that powerful of an actor to begin with. Because Harrison Ford, he was able to do whatever. And, and that's what so, I'm saying. I don't yeah, think that it was. No, I don't no. think that it was. Luke but he was able to do whatever action wise. Action wise, yeah, he couldn't do. Uh, he has a few. He did, uh, he did, uh, when he got older, he yeah, got like. He got a older, man, he got, but young. He could only young, do uh, Indiana Jones. He had to be a superhero. Yeah, people he got typecasted anyways in that day. Yeah, you but, couldn't really come out of your genre. Yeah, you but did that's almost like that's almost like Lord of the Rings. Like a lot of those guys, they can't step out of that genre. Harry Potter. When you get when you get locked locked into the movies like that, I think what the movie Birdman. I don't know if y'all ever seen Michael Birdman. Even yeah, Michael Keaton in it, he kind of he, his movie is pretty much about like he played well because we all know he played Batman in real life, yeah. but he played like a Birdman type hero in the movie, and like now he's trying to do regular plays, but people don't want to just hire him to do that shit because. It's like, no, nah, man, you, you're yeah, Birdman. You like a Birdman type character. Yeah. I'm going to have to write in some Birdman shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to have to write you in some Birdman <laughs> shit. You get tired of one line. So, yeah, niggas, niggas do get locked into who? Who is a nigga other than Harry Potter? Who else is some niggas that just get locked into these roles? Sylvester Stallone. Rocky. I mean, that's going to always be. Even when he did Expendables, like, that's Rocky. It is kind of Rocky. Yeah, it Rocky. is kind of Rocky. Yeah. yeah. What about Dwayne Johnson? Well, no, nah, I mean, he's been in so many different roles that... I mean, I guess now you can say he's the guy from Ballers, but... I mean, what about Morgan Freeman? He nah. ain't getting get a movie where he got locked into a role, but he kind of been locked into, like... I think Morgan game. Freeman is like Samuel Jackson. Like, you kind of write around whoever Morgan Freeman is. Yeah. Like, Samuel Jackson is just Samuel Jackson. He's not playing nobody. Yeah, and that's just, the thing. Just and that's another thing. Like, like Samuel Jackson, just that's all yeah. he is. He can't be anybody. He's, he's Samuel I Jackson. am who I am. You know what I'm saying? Samuel Jackson is a crackhead. Samuel Jackson is a cop. Samuel Jackson is a killer. Oh, Samuel like Precious. Jackson, yeah. Or no. Nah, what you Wait, mean? Precious, she came. She really couldn't do no other. I never no, seen she on Empire. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I've never seen her in anything, so I just didn't get the yeah, reference. Yeah, she, 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 she in Empire. Just, she oh, what's your man, Terrence Howard? Everybody was laughing at him for like two weeks. Come on, man. Wait, not. Yeah, that's like he's, like you say, Samuel Jackson. Anytime he play a role, he's just gonna be Terrence Howard. He can't change the way he acts. I won't Terrence say that. Howard. No, what movie has he changed? So the way I said he Park. He's like a, a dude that's almost um, autistic. Yeah, it's a but, little different. Uh, but I'm just saying, I didn't feel that way about Terrence Howard okay, until I kind of got older. Hustle and Flow. No, that's what I was gonna say. Until it was that stretch, trying, like it was, that's it was, not, it's just that stretch where it just turned into this nigga, the same nigga. He's the best man. Like, bro, he he, he played the same dude, man. That uh, dude could have been. That dude could have been DJ. <laughs> to some extent, but it's a little yeah. bit different. I think that more so, the role of person in which he is like in Best Man is no killers in it, so you don't see the same nigga from Get Rich or Die Trying. But you can kind of see. Oh, he definitely it's, could be that same nigga from Get Rich or Die Trying. Emotional, yeah, that could be the same shit. Yeah, but I don't know. He he's not as bad, but he bad. Yeah, he I bad. think that uh, one of the more so uh, 
successful people hasn't necessarily got typecasted that is a black person. Don Cheadle had, had a lot of diversity in his roles. Kenny. Yeah. I've had a lot of I've seen a lot of diversity from Don Cheadle. Actually, what the the gangster movie Rocket. Yeah, yeah, he was a gangster, and he was a, a golden lord and meteor man. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a devil in a blue dress. That's gonna be nice favorite movie, Meteor Man. It is one of my favorite. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He really fucked with me. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> Why you crack boy? Robert Townsend. You know what I'm saying? Don Cheadle, Eddie Griffin. They don't get no better than that, man. Pops, you, yeah, you actually do get yeah. way better. I like bad movies. Okay, it's a lot of bad. I can recommend yeah, I can a lot of bad movies for people. Tell. It's like it's like people going to go see like black and white films. People like black and white films. I just um, like bad movies. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like, like the Bollywood niggas. Okay, like say, I, like, I, like I like the old. Movies. I like all the Twilight Zone with the old black. And that's movies. what I'm saying. Like yeah, people, this cool. is just okay. a niche for me. I just like bad movies, bad scripts. Oh, you know what? I got top The dude who played Pulisane, he could never play another role. He was only was he? I didn't even know he was an actor. I thought he was like Chris Rock cousin or something. I think he might have been. I don't think he was acting. <laughs> he ain't really had no speaking roles in the no, movie. No, no, I've seen Pootie Tank in something else. He was a, a gangster. He was a, low, a two big gangster. I don't remember what it was, but I remember the ponytail and he wasn't talking like Pootie Tank. Hey, the dude who played Easy e I don't think he, because he's been playing gang. He was a gangster in that one. He was, King, a, uh, he King, was King Kong. Kong. <laughs> he was. They hey. took the whole cast from Straight Out Compton to oh, yeah, King he was Kong. A- <laughs> He really can't play no other role neither. He shouldn't have been in that role. He's no, he, he been, he been walking dead, and, and he was like on some show like twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah twenty four. He like a cop or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he need to. He is a bad actor though. Yeah, he came from like Juilliard or something. He don't got it. He got the he got the scripted. Hi, you know, like he's trying to talk too proper. He yeah. get too. He, he's a. Uh, is it a thespian? He's an actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, too much of that. Yeah, I need some more natural acting. Only thing about the dude is easy. They kind of surprised me. He's actually a much better actor than people give him credit for. Because oh, he has a straight. very strong New Orleans accent. If you ever hear that nigga talk, just outside of acting, he has a very strong New Orleans accent. Yeah, he funny. Yeah. He molded that better than anything. And he was yeah. actually funny at King Kong too. Yeah. He's one of the better yeah. parts of King Kong. The movie is awful. Yeah, the movie is bad. You know what I'm saying? Really Something really I'm bad, bad to see Samuel Jackson taking part in, but oh, nah, I know. Know. I'm happy. Every movie I can see Samuel yeah. Jackson just well, get money. When no, he was in that Tarzan shit, and I see his hair slick back. No, it's it's, it's, a, it's like a kids movie where it's like about some incredible kids, and he like killing them and eating their eyes. Terrible. Yeah, It's not a horror movie. It's like he. It's hard to explain. They got like superpowers. It's almost like a Unbreakable. Nah, it's not that. It's like like um what was it? Foster's imaginary kids kind of thing. Yeah. But they real humans. It's just a, it's a bad film. But I think that people don't pay attention to the fact that how old Samuel Jackson is. I think he just want to be. He said he as a gross yeah. for gross in the most. Remember for as long as he can. He just putting himself into as many categories as he can. But he always come back with with a good one. You know. Yeah, damn for way. The hateful was dope. Yeah, man. they need to put Samuel Jackson back into the Marvel universe. I think he is. He's, he's supposed to be the he's not in Black Panther. So no, 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 no. Because Nick Black Fury Black. don't need to be there. Yeah. He gonna he be black. He he don't need to be there though. Yeah. He getting the Avengers but back together. That is another question for Marvel. Do you think moving forward, the Storm has to be in a future Black Panther film? No. Oh, I, I say the yes. question for I say right yes. now. Because don't they get married or some shit yeah, like that? And a lot of the yes. comics, yeah, I say no. yes. not Holly Berry Storm. Holly Berry's already. She already, you know. Moved away. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be somebody else. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna be Halle Berry. If they get a little older, they'd be Halle Berry. Halle Berry still could look good. But she still look good. It's still next to King not gonna be done in for eight more years, probably. She, we don't know how she's gonna look in that. I feel like it's fine. She gonna be like, fine. They don't need to have good. Black don't crack. You know that. Yeah. 
We don't know if her black good and Halle Berry ain't been rocking with the black people. She, she just had a black dude. She just dumped yeah, it on board. You know, <laughs> she left she that nigga. Hey, that's Before fucked that up. You, she she leave you on an island, man. She's like Survivor or some shit. <laughs> Halle Berry, she was she was just with the Vanillas for a minute. I don't know. And she All back right. with the brothers. And so, anything else I wanted to cover real quick? I got a question. I got questions for be nice. Oh, yeah, this could be another be nice. another segment. So. I know you have one of your favorite players. Can you just say his name? Um, you used to play for the Knicks. You like him a lot. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. So if you know if the playoffs ended today, the Houston Rockets, who you defended so much, they would have to play OKC. Who do you have winning that series if it would end today? would be nice. Um, I would first like to say that internally I'm having the most conflict that I've ever had of being a fan of somebody. Mm-hmm. And I just had this conversation with my father yesterday, actually, or yeah, yesterday. Um, Carmelo Anthony is is almost like finding out somebody was a bad person all along when you thought they were a good person. Or maybe having somebody that you looked at in a certain light when you only had a small vantage view of them, a vantage point view of them, and then you start to see more of them. And it's like, hey, this shit not really living up to what I thought it was. And with Carmelo Anthony, I felt like all the things I loved about him as a kid are some of the things that I'm starting to dislike about him. Like, Carmelo Anthony has always been the guy that's just extremely cool. He's so smooth. As a kid, I loved that about him. Same thing with Fabulous. I almost looked at Carmelo and Fabulous as the same person. That's a good comparison. Like, and, and I've literally, my I entire life, all the time. I've always looked at them as the same person. Like, Fab, to me, is just so smooth, so cool. And Melo was just, that's him in the rap version. And then Fab is Melo in the basketball version. They've literally been the same. I caught, when I was a kid, I caught both of them my uncles. There's always people I've been looking up to. But now, it's like, with Melo, he almost seems too cool. Like, he doesn't care, doesn't play hard. You know what I'm saying? He won't come off the bench. It's about him. And it's troubling me. So, at this point, I would say he got to make a turnaround. You want to ring, you got you got to do something else because it's not working. That shit you've okay. been doing not working. I would pick Houston. Houston is rolling. I'm not that big of a fan of any of those three players in OKC at this point, to be quite honest. All them niggas is looking iffy. In, in I'm going to say eyes. this. If the playoffs ended and OKC has to play Houston, I will put $100 Bet with both of y'all. OKC wins. Thank you for hundred dollars. Yeah, I Russell really Westbrook, he's gonna bust Chris Paul ass. And and, uh, I don't Harden know if you've seen. How he the took Rockets. them six games last year without no listen. Help. Russell Westbrook Woo. don't pass the ball. Listen, Woo. I, would, I don't want listen. I would like you to first go watch how the Thunder almost lost to the Philly today. Philly a good team. Y'all had them a good team. Listen, they had playoff team, listen, right? listen. Oh no, they, they wouldn't be in the playoffs if it started today. Listen, that. listen. I just want you to look how they win the, the three process. overtimes. With the Philly. Pistons just went on a seven-game losing streak. Yeah, now they have a two-game winning streak. Now they have a two-game winning streak. Quite possible. But they go seven-game winning streak. And then how the Rockets has been blowing niggas out the water down there every game this see. year. They, I don't see. They can't beat OKC four games in a row. They I can't. think they can. I think they. I wrong. think they most definitely can beat and down there blow them niggas out. The way Paul George been hooping, I don't think he even. I think, think he ready to go to LA. Think, I think Shamariza locked that nigga down. He won't score. Oh, yeah. man. We he, see won't the play- score. he won't score in the playoffs? No, he turned turn that bitch over like Are five Are you serious? So, so he going to shut down Paul George? Paul George, look, he, my ass. biggest issue with him, I he kind of mentally weak. He talked all that shit about being okay going back to Indiana. The Bulls got to him. Yeah, definitely. Was, the Bulls got to anybody. And that's another, that's but, another question I have right here He was for you. playing like an MVP until niggas said that he was fucking Roy Hibbert bitch, and then he started playing like a ham. So yeah, he, he mentally he weak. Was, he was fucking this bitch. Man, well, why been, did that mess his been, game? No, up. that would because now I was blowing out open. Now well, I can't look at like, 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 I've been fucking his bitch, but it, damn. I gotta, like, everybody know, yeah, you can't do that to him. But I got a question. Did Indiana win that trade? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Wholeheartedly. 
Yeah. And it's crazy because everybody looked at it like, what the fuck? This was, and I, I personally was like, y'all could have got so much more. Because we thought Oladipo had a cap. We thought he was, he, his entire career he's averaged, what, 19 points? Now he looks like somebody poised to average 26. And four and five and some steals. And Sabonis, when Miles Turner wasn't there, looked like a stud. And now he's going to be a, a great role player. They just have to figure out how you rotate those players and maybe one day they can play together. So most definitely, and Paul George even acknowledged it, that this is the future of Indiana. He saw it, and it just is what it is. Okay. The, the people who lost this trade was not either of the players. It was the Thunder because this team is going to get blown up, and then we're going to see Russell Westbrook by itself again where he likes to be, but then it's just going to always be an excuse for his career. I think that Russell Westbrook is going to have very, very high stats but never do anything. I think they'll be in the Western Conference Finals this year. No. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, but I, we got the so fourth best I, I just want to I just want to make sure it's clear. If they have to play Houston, it's a hundred dollar bet, and we got to record. They can't beat San Antonio. Who? The Thunder. They can't. Houston can't beat San Antonio. Neither one of those teams can beat San Antonio. That's I think OKC, OKC, yeah. beat be San Antonio. No, think, and that'd be a I personal think with bet. Chris Ball, we do a personal I think bet. The Rockets can beat San Antonio with Chris Ball. No, it's a, they both choke and come on nah, small in the playoffs. Nah, Chris Ball don't come on small come against San Antonio. That's just James Harden. James Harden. I'm not, but he came on small against OKC a few years ago when he had the two turnovers back to back. James Harden don't come on small against they balance out. We had a trade deadline coming up. We came on small against Spurs last year. But like I just said, Chris Paul don't come on small against Spurs. And like you said, James Harden will come small against Thunder. They really just got to play the Warriors, bro. I think, real hot take, they going to beat the fuck out the Warriors. Put $100 on that. What's up with you with $100? You're trying to get back the league you lost in the fantasy no. football. You're trying to get this $100 back. I don't want $100. I just want people to put that money where their mouth is, dog. <laughs> yeah, be nice and quiet now. Oh, I got right. another question, man. Who are your top five rookies in the NBA right now? Top five rookies in the NBA right now. All right. Including Ben Simmons or not? Yeah, Ben Simmons, of course, man. He's, he's a rookie. Ben Simmons. Right. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Uh, Jason Tatum. Okay. Um, hmm. Let me think. Let me think for a quick second. Uh, hmm. It's, this is a tough task to, to, to go about because there's a lot of terrible rookies. Just offhand. Finishing the list out, I would say Mark and then Jordan Bell. So no Kyle Kuzma, no oh, Dennis Smith. Um, I'm taking Kuzma for sure, and two way tie between Lonzo and Jordan Bell. I'm going Lonzo, 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 Lonzo. You forgot about Lamelo, D'Angelo, and I'm going all Lonzo. <laughs> that's that's my so that's seven people I named. No, the seven I named are. Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Bell, Lonzo, and Mark. Those are the seven best rookies. Playing. To be serious, though, I and would have Frank to go. And Frank Lakina is next. I would have to go probably Lonzo. I'm not putting Ben Simmons up there. And you and know if, what? If he taking off, he taking off my list, too, because he's not really a rookie. I, I, I'm not even taking him off because he's not a rookie. I don't like that nigga, bro. Like, he See, good. That's shit on. No, 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 See, no, no, that, no. No, listen. Let me, let me damn. Can I explain why I don't like this nigga? This nigga don't score that bitch at all. Like, he take what LeBron, hey, man, make the best pass. He take that to the next level. Like, he making. Lonzo, dude, he does about the same. Listen, Lonzo shoots. He just cannot score. Ben Simmons is 6'11". The nigga should fucking score that bitch. He got a crazy amount of touch on the basket. He just don't score. hook shot away from the rim. No, he can't shoot. And does not even try to score. He can't shoot. He can't shoot free throws. No, he can't. 
terrible at that. And he turned well, into okay, free throws. He never lead the he lead the league in turnovers. Shooting like fifty one percent for the free throw line. So yeah, they but Ben Simmons throws. been in the NBA for a year. He should well, never play do last shit year. Like, he no, didn't play last he year. was hooping. He was no, doing free throws. He was working out. He was working out NBA talent. It's different practice in the game. It's different practice in college and practice. I ain't gonna lie. Wait, wait. Yeah. That got class. Did he really play he got, college? He got class. He still had to go to class. He, he went to class. He, he, he still ben, Simmons did not go. ben Simmons did not go to class. Ben Simmons. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Real sports, you can watch it. I don't forgot the name of the episode. It was a class where people just go in and sign their name and walk yeah, out. Yeah, that was the one with North Carolina. Yeah, yeah all of them. Yeah, they got so some we, classes like no, that, I'm but pretty you sure. got to go to some of your classes. No, no, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure have, you have a workout regimen where you can't exceed certain hours. I'm pretty sure Lonzo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lonzo. Brandon Knight, he had 4.0. Brandon Knight had a real 4.0, though, so he was he was really smart. <laughs> he Brandon Knight had like school. a 4.8 in high school. So. Yeah, he was, he was yeah, smart. So, but like I'm saying, Ben Simmons. I don't want to blame that class. I'm not down, got shit good, good. I'm not down with Ben Simmons, bro. Like, I, I fuck he's still top five. The, right. the season then got a little older. Like, it was nice when he was a new item, but now niggas starting to figure him out one, and he just not looking as dynamic. Like, he don't show up enough. No, this he is, do a lot because he big enough to grab rebounds. Where I look at him as a rookie. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, like, you know, he, he don't need to play. This so. is this is for. And he I didn't really, he really didn't play high competition in college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He played the SEC. He didn't make it to the tournament. Yeah, he did it on purpose because they paid him. I'm going yeah. Lonzo, probably Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I really like John Collins for the Hawks. He played very well. I got John Collins on my list. Um, I would like to go Luke. I'm not gonna go Luke. Luke Kennard hasn't played. He, I mean, he played today, and he played very good today. Luke Kennard has played well in spots, but he hasn't played. Luke Kennard not better than Dennis Smith Jr. He's not better yeah, than Dennis Smith Jr. not on my radar. He's hurt right now, and he leads his team in scoring. I go, the best player on his team. I go Jason Tatum, and then probably... I would like to add Kuzma's playing better than John Collins. Kuzma's playing better than Lonzo. Uh, he is. Um, yeah. Kuzma is playing better than John Collins. And Lonzo. But Kuzma is also on a better team. And Kuzma minutes. Kuzma just cool. No, listen. Kuzma as far as offense, he one of the. Listen, if we talking about your offensive game. He top three. No, listen, listen, Kuzma. But listen, Kuzma, his position and his rotational ways, he really get in fresh all the time. John Collins play with a lot of minutes on his shoulder, and like Kuzma, they switch him in with fucking. Uh, Julius Randle and then switch him in with Larry Nance. And then when Larry Nance went down, he did come up and show up. But so did Julius you know, Randle. I think, Larry, I think in that position, we playing with Brandon Ingram, who looking like, to me, probably going to be the button star of that team in the future. You know, so I don't know what Paul George is going to do when he get over there. I don't there. know. I think Lance, Lance Jr. might be, if, if he can develop, I think he could be like one of the future players. He ain't that bad. No, he's one of. That's what I'm saying. They got Brandon Ingram look like a superstar. Yeah, I'm saying he, he look. Good. He looking like what niggas was talking about. Like, at first, I ain't see it, but now he I'm looking not, like. I just what told he was eat. He, he had to grow some. He had to get some weight on his bones. He'd be all right. If, but if I had to go all the way to him, and then probably uh, I wouldn't go Frank. Frank kind of ass for real. Like he played deep. No, nah, my my top five for sure is is if I'm naming five, it's Kuzma, Tatum, Mitchell. I'm a Nick Simmons because I don't really feel like he's a rookie. Lonzo Ball, and I guess I would have to go with John Collins. He is having more of a consistent season than Mark, and then Mark and has some. Oh, yeah. You didn't say Donovan Mitchell. No, I said Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. He said Donovan Mitchell. He said Donovan Mitchell. What about you? You got this list and shit. And Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell just not getting a list. Jordan Bell just not getting a list. That's my list. That's my list. It's your Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Smith, and Laurie Mark. You don't even. Talk about we don't watch the game. What the Lord Market even do? What'd he do? <laughs> don't do nothing. When he don't play mirror ticket, fucking uh, Bobby Porter's play way better than him. Fuck marketing. He weak. He's true. Baby Dirk garbage. He's true. He's not garbage, though. He's no, he garbage. Play. I'm he done play. with that nigga. All right. 
It's um, a lot of rookies that's not playing. Uh, Darian Fox can't even win out. You know, he getting outplayed by Frank Mason. Frank Mason so was a beast, though. That yeah. Frank Mason was a beast. <laughs> hey, I fuck with Frank Mason, though. But he ain't in your top five. Who, Frank Mason? Yeah. He in my top ten. I fuck with Frank Mason. What kind of top ten? Yeah, hey, top ten. There's only like 10, 11 rookies worth talking Bro, about. Bro, it's like 30 rookies. Don't say that. Don't worth say talking about? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're like 19 years about. old, man. Let's, let's give him a chance. All right. I'm a basketball guy, so I look, look at everybody. Give a chance. Niggas ain't playing. I'm a basketball guy. I look Jared at everybody. Allen don't play. Zach Collins, Caleb Swanigan don't play. They're going to play in the future. Give them a year. That's how they in your top 10. Give, they don't give play. Me give me a year. Luke Kennard don't play. Luke Kennard do play. TJ Leaf don't play. Y'all probably don't even know. He's pretty good, though. He played for the Pacers. But he don't play. He's pretty good, though. When he did play, he played pretty good. But he don't play. He don't play, though. That's the end of the story. If they can't be in my top 10 if you don't play, that's it. BJ right. Wilson, Bucks rookie, don't play. He should have stayed in Michigan with me. No, I can't say that. He's making money now. Shit, he but it don't matter. <laughs> I'll fuck with DJ Wilson. Do your thing, bro. All right, man. And this has been this week's episode of Motherfuckers in the Barbershop combination episode. I kind of like it like this, though. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty... I mean, since the football is over at this point, basically... We well, football is never over. Football over. is year-round. Football guys. Yeah, he say that shit until we start watching three weeks of bowl games. And then I'm straight. Like, oh. I love bowl games. I'm watching Las Vegas Bowl tomorrow. I wish I was in a bowl game. Yeah, I get all that free stuff. I get a PS4 and some yeah, food yeah, and some, food. some coupons. And some I get all that shit. I just want to play. I want to play them. Bahama Bahama. Yeah. yeah, you don't got to play. You still get your PS4. Yeah, I don't think they took away the Popeyes Bahama Bar. No, Bahama Bowl is still there. But Popeyes not. Popeyes. Do I get Popeyes? No. I don't know. I don't know. But the Bahama Bowl is still there. I remember Eastern Michigan was there last year. But yeah, they got a Bahama Bowl. It's like December 22nd. I don't think it's Popeyes. I think that's the side They lost their sponsor. Yeah, I think they lost the Popeyes sponsor. So now it's just, I don't know what it is now. Nice. I remember the little Caesar Bowl. They used to have, like, if you showed your ticket, you'd get, like, $2 off your hot and ready. That's what's up. That $3 hot and ready? Not a good deal. A $5 hot and ready is already a it's good not deal. A good, exactly. So it's got to be a better deal than $2 <laughs> off of a good deal I'm already making. So give great, me something else. I already got a good deal. deal to a great deal. Nah, bro. bro. Give me something else. Hey, you know what else is a ball? The Papa John's uh, Secret Commissioner ball. Oh, speaking of that, you you said you had a question about before me. And you right, said, what would yeah. you do if you were a commissioner? Okay. And how do you make the NFL better in all aspects, mainly injuries, though, and then kind of just soothing out and smoothing out the player's situation? Well, listen, they've already do, done a good job with the off-season training. They don't hit that many times a week. That I would have really ain't working. No, no. But it's I would have after, after week four, five, non-contact at practice. At this, and that's how, same thing as semi pro when we was playing. You at think a certain that's age. That's what's causing this, though. Hmm? Do you think that's what's causing No, no, no. This? But I'm saying it'll kind of help safe enough. Because at a certain age, you should know how to tackle. Mm. You know how to tackle. You I'm going to say football is one of those sports where if you cannot practice it, you're not going to be good at it. And no, even no, no. at that level, the yeah. one year that where it wasn't a lot of tackling and shit like that, I think that lockout year, it was a lot of missed. Bad defenses, missed tackles, yeah, still be bad football. Shot. A lot of big ass plays. Still be bad. Yeah, like I yeah. said, they, that's, that's what Stafford threw for five thousand yeah. yards. You'll, you'll still be able. You still be able to thud up with the offensive line. That's the thing I would change. The biggest thing I think Roger Goodell need to do, or, or I would do, is build a relationship with the players' union. He don't want to do that. No, man. but that's that's what you <laughs> that's what you have to do. You have to do because that's the thing that with Adam Silver and the, they have a great relationship that they can discuss things over lunch, yeah. over dinner. You don't have to always Adam go Silver to court. Down there, Bill Gluckman. Yeah, or, or you he just have to. Themselves. Him and <laughs> him and Demore Smith, they have to build a a fun, loving relationship where they can just talk like this about issues. I think the thing about the the NFL that's a little different in the NBA when it comes to commissioners is in the NFL each. 
Because being a commissioner means you are pretty much the manager of 32 small businesses. Yeah. And each of these small businesses want to be run a certain way. Yeah. Like Jerry Jones, for instance. He really want to run. In NBA, like Tom Gores don't give a fuck with the Pistons. I think that's that, 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 <laughs> nah, but I think that is what Austin is saying is that it's more, we know the names of a lot of NFL owners. Oh, you don't yeah. have that same relationship with NBA owners where it's like, Niggas ain't even know who Donald Sterling was until but these my is, I'm not even talking about like the, the owners. I'm talking about the relationship between the commissioner and his players. But that's, 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 what, make that's what make it harder because it's like Jerry Jones got his relationship yeah. with these my guys. Yeah, and he right. got to talk to his guys. And then and he, he, talked to, he talked to Goodell the same way where everybody else has their own segment yeah. to Goodell. Like, hey, look, this it's like, do we listen to Goodell do yeah. we listen to this nigga? No, no, but I, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm 100% sure of this. Roger Goodell doesn't have a personal relationship with any football player. No, exactly. he, not. he don't. And that's, and that, that's ooh, the ooh, big difference. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. I listened to an interview. I listened to a lot of interviews. Uh, a lot of people said that Roger Goodell is a, is a dude's dude. They hung out with him a couple times. Had a couple beers with Roger Goodell. Now, probably wasn't black play. It was, it was like lineman and, and shit. And, that, and that's the thing. He has to get more in touch with black. He has to have that type of relationship where he's able to go down and Hey, hey, Antonio Brown, let's let's go out, let's talk. Yeah, Antonio Brown, no. Yeah, that's what you have to you have to build those things. He, you just he keep too much in the feds though. He clearly <laughs> fed. Yeah, and yeah. nobody want to be caught hanging yeah, with Roger no, Goodell. Right, like, but I'm he like a little nerd. Like I was good, I'm hanging out with a little Adam like, rubbing ball head. But that's yeah. that's that's how you make a better business yeah, role. Cool Jewish dude, Roger Goodell. He yeah, might yeah, 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 yeah. He really is on some bullshit. Yeah, and you have. He might try to like. He might. I gotta go to the bathroom and leave you with the bill or some shit. Yeah, tell your secrets and shit. Or he might be recording your 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 fucking time. Yeah, how you don't like Tom? That's what I'm saying. There's no trust. There's no trust. He has to build a better relationship. With the players, they can say they're working hand-to-hand and not working against each other. But I think the owners don't want that relationship. And that's why they pay him this stuff. And that's why they got him as, like, whatever, whatever he say where well, it's I think the ruling and, and shit like that. I think it's getting to the point they wanted it to be like that for so long that that's messing up the league. It must definitely mess yeah, up Yeah, so league. now they got to change that. So mm-hmm. now they he has to have a better relationship with the players. The commissioner got to. I think it's just what Austin was saying is that the, the – the individual business of each franchise and but like we talked about, more powerful than it is in. in but now, but now that is messed up. Enough. That's why the NFL is broken. It has, mm-hmm. but because it's too many that's chiefs. Kind of, that's the part of too problem. many chiefs. And not enough yeah. Indians. It's not really enough not Indians. enough Indians. And, that, and that's the you got to be. It got to be one voice. And that's what we said is that with Adam Silver, he can make a ruling, and then everybody will kind of be like, "All right, that's cool." Yeah, because we're like, done with before it. he all make, the way to wait, the coaches level, because they're not as powerful and they don't care. No, no, because when he make his ruling, he got LeBron James sitting there. I don't think it's that. No, no. He got Chris I mean, Paul he probably right got here. the player association and, he, dude, into wait, it. and he's telling them. But he don't really Jay like. Jay Jones don't give a fuck if yeah, you guys Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But wait, but wait, this is what I'm saying. He's letting them know before he make the rule. How do y'all feel about this? And about this, this, how do I feel? What, I, what Austin is saying is that shit don't matter when you got Jerry Johnson. And no, the but league. I don't. No, because I don't think y'all both listen. No, because listen. If you ask Ezekiel Elliott right here. You talk about why the NFL is messed up. That reason that he's talking about is why the NFL is messed up. Yeah. Too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. My thing is when Adam Silver, when he makes a deal with somebody or say he's about to change something, he has LeBron, he has Chris Paul, he has those guys sitting at the table and they're discussing it back and forth. Roger Goodell and them are not doing that. Because listen. He's because making Jerry rules. Jones is listen, too And that's what I'm saying. Listen, and that's the problem. But listen, this is what I'm saying. You, like you said, he have Adam Silver have LeBron right. and blah, 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 right, and Chris Paul right next to him. Dan Gilbert 
I can give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh shit, whatever. As long as people, no, listen, he's gonna be like, as long as people keep coming and saying, Jerry Jones, he's not gonna have Ezekiel Elliott them sitting there because Jerry Jones, like, hold on, I'll take care of this Zeke. Let me listen to what this boy talking about. And then he's gonna try to make his own implications. And that's, and that's the thing. That's the thing. You're not gonna feel honest. All the other NFL owners are that powerful. And what do you say? That's the problem with the NFL. That's what they And that's what I'm saying. That's not gonna. No, but I think what Austin is saying is that you're combining the lesser issue, which is his connection with the Players Association. Like, it's almost like Dominic. Effect. One of them is causing the other. It's like Jerry Jones. Like our owners are owners. in the way of. I don't, I'm not gonna say that because it's been a lot of times that players have reached out and tried to set up meetings with Roger Goodell. What is that? And he do? said no, no, no. And he said no. What is he, he going to do? Though, like, no, no, but it builds a. Do you think that Roger Goodell having a personal relationship with Des Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dak rules out Jerry Jones? And anyway, no, he will cut all the niggas. Yeah, because Jerry Jones like, are y'all going over my head about something? Why can't y'all talk to Big Jerry about this? No, 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 no. What I'm saying, they all got to work hand in hand. See. Y- y'all not. I don't think y'all listen. To saying, what I'm they, they have to work hand in hand, hand because if they them. keep doing this, if they don't work hand in hand, NFL's gonna keep going down. Yeah, they're asking for solutions. These are solutions. People have to come together. Both the owners, they have to allow them to have that personal relationship yeah. with players. The owners have to have a better relationship with players. They have to, but it's not gonna happen. That, that's like, what happened for. I feel the like change. the thing is, and what the what they the want to see is already too big. I feel like the owners. owners. I think no. I think the egos are starting to shrink now because they, they have lost so much money. I think the owners want to have. It depends on what happens with Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones. No, Roger Goodell, he's already got paid, and Roger Goodell. No, I mean, it looked like Jerry Who Jones looked like they're more empowered. That's what people gonna follow. Papa John, like. Papa it looks like Arthur, it really like Arthur there. Blank is more empowered. <laughs> Yeah, so, but no, it's I think Robert Kraft got to step up and say no. something too, man. Yeah, it's not really too. He got too much shit and too he many do, shit. But he got to say something. And then it's like you got Martha Ford. She don't. Yeah, she, she don't, don't care. care. Right. This nigga's too many niggas that either don't care or care way too much in the NFL. Right. right. And, and everybody in the bed don't care. That's really the nasty ass and, rolling around mustache. And, and, and the owner, the only how is gonna come together is if they all gotta they gotta listen to one voice. They gotta listen to each other back and forth. They gotta be able to sit the table with the owners and the players. They can't just be the owners meeting. They gotta bring the players the ball. They gotta get different unions the ball, and that's that's how you say it in the NFL. I feel like that's I like do, I, I feel like do if that. you're doing that in that system because the way the owners care so much, it almost be like a parent-teacher conference where the players is like the bad kid and the owners is like parents. It's like I don't, the, I don't think so because in the eye of public opinion, nobody fucks with the owners. Nobody do. Yeah, so it almost like the owners would be like the bads, but. I think they're getting to the point now that, that they see the players have a big effect on their, their dollar amount now. They do. They're not just mules in the in the stable. Because the way people so, fuck, don't fuck with the... So now it's looking... Oh, let's get it! Yeah, so uh, shout out to like Gans this. on this episode. We, and you know what? I did myself a disfavor. I didn't even put Gans Twitter now. You can follow Gans <laughs> at Young Gans on this episode. Because he just beat Renze, dog. Shut the league down. Shut the guy down. Beat the fuck out of them. Shout out to Jay Gans, man. We ending this episode. This is a good episode. Yeah, it's been a good episode. This has been a great episode of Motherfuckers in the Barbershop. Lando want to say the NFL. Lando, tell him one more time you're going to say the NFL. Oh, yeah. Just got everybody got to come together. Once Hold out. hands. Sing Kumbaya. Oh, and let's get it going. And let's get it going. <laughs> good episode, fellas. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, retweet, subscribe to the episode and everything. Yeah, retweet and the episode, too. Man. I do.